Welcome to season number two, episode six or seven. I'm not sure what we're up to, but we, we're getting up there. Hope you're doing well, my main man. Um, just want to say it was lovely to chat to you on Sunday, even though we did have to cut it a little bit short because of um, the fact that your mum was there and, and your visitors only get an hour to see you. So your mum definitely does pull rank over me. Um, there is a rhyming slang joke there, but I will leave that one alone because I am an absolute gentleman. Um, again, I hope this week's been a little bit smoother for you, my good man. Um, today's guest, we have my favourite brother in the world, Mr. Mitchell Robert Reed, our um, most popular, um, most popular, most downloaded um, guest ever at a whopping 35. We cover that during the episode. Um, I actually haven't seen Mitch face-to-face. Well, we've seen each other on Zoom calls and stuff like that, but I actually haven't seen him for about three months. So it's been an interesting, um, interesting, we don't touch on that during the podcast, actually. We just... Yeah, it's been interesting um, not seeing him. And he does look a little bit different now. He's, he's growing his hair out, and we'll touch on that a little bit during the podcast. But it was good just to catch up with him and shoot the breeze. Um, my week this week's been pretty cool. I had a board meeting on Tuesday, which was interesting. Um, it's always good to you know surround yourself with intelligent and successful people and let them pick your brain. And then also, you know, obviously the, the big part of it is picking their brains and seeing how they think. So that went, went pretty well. And, and then back to, you know, pretty much back to reality, you know, after lunchtime Tuesday, back to, you know, speaking to customers and doing your normal job. So that's a, that's a great experience for me. That's my third board meeting and getting a little bit more comfortable in that surrounding, um, understanding what they're expecting and, and following up on stuff we've spoken about previously. So I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah, and then I actually got to do school drop-off for the little huddy man yesterday, which was a little bit weird. Obviously, we haven't had school for the last um, seven weeks or so, and I got to do the the school drop off. And actually, a lot of mums and dads talk about like the first time in in prep and stuff like that, and walking away and everyone getting emotional because you know it's a big you know walk rite of passage or whatever you call it. But I actually dropped Hudson off at school, and it's a little bit different process now. He walked across the road and walked into the school, and he's just I actually got a little bit not teary, but a little bit like wow, he has grown up so much. Just looking at him, like waving all the teachers as he walks in and just walks up and doesn't even look back, just like, you know, walking away from a, you know, an epic um, fire scene in a movie, just no regard, just keeps walking. And I was kind of really proud of him. It's just an amazing, amazing thing to see, um, you know, little kids like that evolve and, and obviously means heaps when it's your, your little man. And yeah, it was kind of a um, little, little bit of a, I stood there for, you know, 20 seconds or so just watching him and just, just amazed. It's just a beautiful moment. So anyway, it's um, little things like that, that you got to cherish and, and definitely did, you know, for the 20 seconds or 30 seconds, I stood there watching him walk up and just, you know, without anyone else telling him, you know, you have to say hello or um, he just is naturally a polite kid and, and an engaging kid. So it makes me very proud. Um the other part of the week, so we finished off uh, watching Shits Creek. Um, season six is now completed, and we watched a um, like a recap doco, which is probably one of the better um, behind the scenes one things that I've seen, to be honest, of late. Um, really, really, yeah, well done. Well, um, not well researched. I don't know why I was going to say that, but it was just, it just flowed really well. They had some insights into. Um, how they evolve the characters over time, and and yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And it's a very good season. So for those that um, haven't actually watched it yet, it does take a little while to warm up. Um, if you don't like the first couple of episodes, stick with it. Like most shows that get recommended to you continually, um, you will grow to love the characters. So that that finished up this week, and that was pretty good. And and then from a fitness side of things, still got out and snuck a couple of walks in, which I hope you're doing as well, um, and a couple of bike rides. So. 
did a 20k bike ride this morning just along the east link trail towards dandenong and back and um got another big ride planned for sunday with a few mates so with um yeah hopefully we're heading into the city and back which should give us about 50 to 60 k's and hopefully building up to that 100k mark pretty soon um with the goal to do around the bay in the day one of the shorter events there is 100 to 150 k so i want to start getting some decent kilometers into legs and and build up so bit more time in the saddle and getting used to used to it and hopefully not falling off i haven't fallen off this week so touch wood um i'll keep that good thing going because i'm only just starting to heal up now so all right mate well enough about my woes but you're probably going through or not probably you are going through a um dramatically more um intense um issue than falling off a bike every week or so so again mate love you hope you're doing well and to everyone else who's listening thanks for joining us again um, don't be shy if you've got ideas for the podcast or if you've got someone we think would be a cool guest, sing out. Don't be shy. And again, look after each other and I'll catch you all soon. Senior or Sticky Man? How are you, Nick? Good man, what's going on? Uh, not much, just busy with work and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just having a little bit of a quiet week. Um, Living the uh, the Mars Bar life. Mars Bar. Remember, uh, work, rest, play. Was that their slogan, or was that Snickers? Yes. No, no, you're right. Sorry, I don't want to be a um a um racist um candy consumer. Well, you're not. It's all right. <laughs> so obviously, this is a redo. Yep. The do over of um. The first segment from last week, which sadly, um, did I tell you what happened with that? So it would be you talking, and then ten seconds later, it would be the question that you're addressing, me asking it. So it's like oh. being on a um, long distance phone call with your auntie from England. You could have just said with nanny. Yeah, that that's pretty bad. <laughs> did you ring her for a birthday? I sure did. Did you? Yes, I did. So Joe, for your knowledge, our, our grandma, the last um, remaining. Uh, grandparent for Mitch and I turned 98 on Sunday. So she shares a birthday with about 15 other people that we know. They don't make them like they used to, do they? No, they don't. No, it definitely are. The, the hearings, especially on a phone for her, is, is really tough. So it's hard enough, you know, her trying to lip read and, and <laughs> things like that. But credit to us, still lives by herself. And, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, been through a lot. Yep. She's done very, very well. All right, so we'll rehash the uh, same questions um, yep. in the hopes that these answers are a lot more entertaining and funnier now that you've had a week to, to think about a, a better response. Well, I haven't. Okay. So I think you need to be prepared for mediocrity. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that could be the title of your podcast. <laughs> I think I'm below mediocrity. No, you were talking last week about your uh, distinction... Um, averages, high yeah. distinction averages. So let's. Uh, sure. No, no. That, yeah, got to put a bit of read tax on it. That's it. Read tax mayo. What's uh? Yeah, Justin Jolly was the mayo. Mine was, I always go with the uh, GST. Just throw a good ten percenter on it. Yeah, yeah. All righty. So Joe um, did read between the lines last week of the second segment that you are about to become a dad. So we yes, I got a lovely a message from him. Awesome. So we spoke a bit, a little bit about that. Um, and I asked you, what are you most nervous about and what are you most excited about? Um, yeah, I, I still kind of be the same answer. It, it's, it's not something I feel like I've really processed yet. Um, I, I'm probably, you know, excited to meet 
you know, this random person that's going to be a part of your life or for the rest of my life, um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of exciting to sort of see what a person, this person that's grown will become. Um, it's probably what I'm most excited about. Uh, what, are you, and, what are you nervous about? Oh, look, just doing long-term emotional damage. Um, yeah, the, the genetic stuff's done now it's just um, nature yeah. versus nurture yeah um, it's just like kind of one of those things of like it's sort of like, oh okay well, do, I mean I, I love mum and dad of course but I mean you sort of think oh okay well you know times are different would I be you know how do you, you know, parent in a modern age um, I mean I guess I've got a lot of years to think about it still but you know uh, is something to be concerned about or a little bit uh, nervous about, probably. Even just the um, just the basics, like not dropping it, <laughs> it, it is always something that's like, oh, gee, what if I just like completely forget that, you know? <laughs> so I'm not sure whether this was in the uh, the first or the second segment. So if it is in the second second segment, well, I apologise to, to those that are listening. <laughs> Me when, about dropping a child. Yeah, well, it, like when people used to pass their kids to you, you know, oh, you know, here's little little Hudson and he's only, you know, a week old and you'd, you'd hold him in dead seat. Like um, you were looking like you're about to start cramping up. You had him in the, uh, a gentle vice grip just because <laughs> you're so um, like a little cage of the cage of sticks. Well, big arms. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I've... Um always been quite nervous with other people's kids. So I think um, I think one thing that will be good will be, um, you know, just getting <laughs> getting used to it. Um, yeah. Sort of being around kids a lot more. I mean, even though, you know, we've always had a fair bit to do with you guys and my friends and their kids, you know, you're only holding them <laughs> once or twice and, you know, then you're palming them off because, you know, I think there's a difference as well when you, when you get a, a, like an actual proper functional hold, if that makes sense. Like you're actually doing, like rather than just having a, a whatever having a carrier or a cuddle type thing just for the for the Instagram photo, like when one of your mates go, oh, can you look after you know Joe Blogs for me? I'm just going to go go to go to the toilet, or I've got to go feed another kid. And you're like, oh, okay, like I'm actually playing a part here. This is kind of <laughs> kind of I have a purpose in life for the next 15 minutes, and that's a, um, that's a different um, a different way of looking at it. Yeah, I know. I think that's that's right there. It's just that sort of. I, I hope to get you know, like, you know <laughs> be kind of tragic if I never got used to it. You know, with a couple of years of a small child being around, that I'm still like by the end of it. Oh fuck! What do I do? Um, it'd be kind of yeah, tragic. It just evolves. It evolves nicely, and it yeah, it's something you don't. You're not even cognizant of anyway. Like it will just become natural, which is the beauty of it. Yeah. Speaking of beautiful things, so what's the um you shortlisted names? Phoebe mentioned a name the other week and you said Let me sleep on it. Still the same name from this time last week. Oh uh, no, no, we're we're literally talking um you know, when we first knew we sort of talked about a name. Uh and then we went to the um the gut scan. Uh, <laughs> and and they thought at that stage it was a boy, it was still quite early and they were like, Oh yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a Boy, so we started to think of boy names. Found out on Monday we had a genetic test, definitely a girl. So we're like, okay, you're back to you know it being a girl. Yep. And um, then we kind of just still stuck with the same names. I mean, that was you know twelve April? weeks now. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was still at work, so March. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was um, 
know, two or three months ago, and yeah, we, we it just kind of uh, first I was like, oh yeah, I don't mind that name, um, but you know, it, it was just a little not obs- I would say obscure, but it was just one of those. Oh yeah, I don't know how well that's going to go, and then the more we kind of started referring, it was like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sold on that name now. So unless you know some contenders come through randomly, I think we're pretty much set on the name. And by the way, whatever you just did then with your voice. Keep that up. Keep closer to the microphone as well, if you can. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. Am I be quiet? You, you sound a little bit sheepish, and it's not your normal character. I am a little bit tired. It's been a long okay. couple of days. <laughs> okay. Wait until you have a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Even with girls' names, right? The funny thing we found with, with naming or having names in the arsenal for girls is you try to get it to flow with your own last name, but if they get married for the most part, generally still women take the man's name or the, their partner's name. Um, there might only be their last name for a quarter, oh, sorry, a um, fifth of their life or a quarter of their life. Like it's a, it's a funny thing to consider. Like, oh, no, that doesn't really rhyme or, or sorry, rhyme or flow well with read. And you, yeah, for the most well, part, it's not really a major consideration because they'll, they'll find someone else with a different last name. Or they might just be a little bit more progressive and, you know, keep their family names read. They might. Who knows? They might be the... Uh... You, just, you just never know, do you? Well, out of us, we've only got Hudson. We're only we're going to produce one boy so far. Two girls and one boy. <laughs> so the pressure's on the Huddy man to keep the, um, keep the good things going. Now, um, uh, I asked you this question last week. I'll, I'll probably open every preface, every question with that. But a big ticket item that we can buy for you guys like a pram or a heater or, and you mentioned a Jeep Wrangler and I, I did some research on that. It's a little bit more expensive than what we were willing to spend, to be honest. Look, uh, I think if you go back and speak to your accountant yep. um, or even mum and dad to help out, I think a, a four-door Jeep Wrangler, that is really something you'll be able to uh, put together. You know, if you, if you really think long and hard, so I've got to put it together for you as well. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You can take just take the top off. <laughs> no worries. Is no, it cheaper if you if is it cheaper if you get a convertible or? Uh, uh, oh, that's a good question because you get both tops normally with the Jeep. Okay. Yeah, except the metal one. How long you had yours for now? Uh, seven years. Wow. Yeah. Yep, and that'll be going eventually. <laughs> You're gonna get rid of it, are you? Well, it's a two-seater. It's a four-seater, so it's um, not. There's no room in the back. There's no doors to you know put a a pram in the back or. Wouldn't you just um, um with the new baby like what they do in on the the trucks and stuff like that? Just tape it to the front grill and. <laughs> just drive fast and hard. Yeah, <laughs> let, let um, let the aerodynamics or whatever it is take take control. Well, I think kids these days are growing up too weak. Yes, yes. So a little bit of um, a little bit of grill or radiator. Um, <laughs> stick to the radiator; can't hurt them. Well, the radiator's heat. Mm. So yeah, I don't think it's too outrageous. Now the next question's around COVID observations, and you mentioned last week your your work friends are your best friends. Yep, work mates are your best mates. Still the case. Oh yeah, they annoy me. Yep. <laughs> Oops, sorry, just lost my mic. Um, no, no, I, I, I think that I think we've always joked about at work of you know you, you don't see any you know sort of going with COVID you don't actually see these people day to day, 
And uh, we normally do a uh, catch-up each morning over Zoom, but they're still very relatively formal meetings. So the second someone else comes in, it's like conversation stopped and it was only for like 30 seconds. I guess I'll catch up with them when they come back to work, which will be next week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're um, doing a three-day fortnight at work. Jesus. Yeah. It's a bit... Um, that's oh. very... That's that's one of the odder um, rollback into works that I've heard of. Yeah. Well, the idea is that they don't want us there that much. They don't need us there that much, but we still need to open. So that's sort of the uh, middle grounds, which I don't mind. I, I, I was ready to come back, but, you know, this is a... A little bit different. Keeps it going for a bit longer, and yep. you know, work from home. And you'll uh, find it'll break the the monotony up a lot for you as well. Absolutely, yeah. It so, does. Even the days when I was doing the, I probably mentioned this in previous podcast, but doing the main Tuesday in at work, I was actually getting excited to have a shower and get into work, and you know, it's still do a, a monster a monster day in there. But it was yeah. good. You got heaps done. You caught up with everyone. Um, still way more efficient at home, but. It's still like just to get that social interaction and and having everything at your fingertips, especially for yeah. the, the top work I do. It's it's good to be able to walk over to someone and say, "Hey, Knackers, can you get this sorted out for me?" Or do you know what's happening here? Or rather than sending an email or doing a phone call, and you're like, fucking just always in limbo. So it's always good to eyeball and and go out and check things for yourself if you if you can. And it's always bloody hard to keep a nice tone in an email, but be quick about it without sounding like a direct bastard. Yeah. So yep. I think that's always, I think it's like, and like most have you, people, so on that, have you heard of a program called Grammarly? Yeah, I'm using, I've been using it, yeah. For, for writing essays and stuff or? Yeah. yeah. Good. It's good. I had the, Tell um, me more about it then if you've used it. I don't know anyone that's used it, so. No, no, it's good. It's um, a bit overpriced, but I had three months of it while I was doing a short, short fiction writing subject and thought that that would be quite handy and kind of bled into the next subject and it's just finished. It's really good. It kind of picks up when you've got something, repeatedly use the same word, some yep. recommendations, if words just don't fit. Uh, for me, what, it, What's the cost of it? Uh, it's about 12 bucks a month. Okay. Which, I mean, in comparison to other things, it's not too bad, but uh, at the moment, I think it's about half price. So I might sign up for the year. Yep, just to, at those yeah. rates. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but it is quite good. I can uh, You can still download it and not get the premium one. Yep. And it will just, you know, pick up on spelling mistakes. And it's just a little bit better than your grammar for, um, for like, um, just if you completely stuffed, like, put the wrong word in or something like that, it will pick it up. Can you use it on Outlook or is it just a word-based... Um, no, no, it's a web, it's web based. Web well. based, yeah. yeah. Okay, because that's the thing I find. Like, I'll probably send and receive two hundred and fifty odd emails a day, um, and often like there's some templates that I use that where it's you know the I'm just forwarding on similar information, just presented a little bit differently, so you can use the same the same templates. But yeah, you do find you using the same sentence structures or or shit like that. Um, quite frequently, it's a yeah, it'd be nice to freshen it up a bit. So, absolutely, no, I, I do recommend it even just for a trial. Yep. Um, yeah, and just um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know in the next two to three years, a lot of workplaces will just have it standard, or whether you know Word will bring out their own version of it. To yep. Because they they do have that in in Outlook. They'll have like a, a fragment thing will pop up saying this oh, doesn't really yeah flow well or yeah, but you know. <laughs> 
even um the funniest thing for me like i'm a terrible speller but i can punch out you know i can type pretty quick but i'm a terrible speller and oh, I, I don't care really fast but i'm a slow thinker yeah <laughs> but i don't care but then the only thing is i often have my laptop hooked into i've got a like a tv in my office so up on the wall if i've got something in my office rather than them looking at my laptop <laughs> i've got a hdmi cable through to like a plasma up on the on the wall and if you're running a meeting you're, you're typing notes up on the the tv screen in the in the meeting room so often everyone can see your <laughs> your lack of skill when it comes to um dyslexia and stuff like that it's a yeah, yeah it's but, some, but sometimes that honestly it's showing those um you know, weaknesses is not a bad thing as well because, yeah, I can still do my job, but it's, yeah, I just do it, do it the hard way compared to most people. You know what sucks for me, though, is working in an academic science library and then someone comes up and goes, I want the, a book on blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yep, I need you to spell that. And then they'll just rattle it off so fast that you just look at them like you just type T-Rex it in into yep. the keyboard. <laughs> like what your dad type, like, oh, yep. please, please repeat that last part. And it's like, oh, I'm just embarrassed now. I'm just sorry, but I, I actually just throw everything into Google and then cut and copy and paste it back in. Smart. Yeah, I have my moments. Good little hack. <laughs> All right, so uh, the house is on fire and you're home by yourself. So assuming that Phoebe's and the little baby Sheamus is, they're out, what are you grabbing? What's the one item that you're grabbing? Well, we talked about this last week and I kind of said, well, I don't really have anything that I'm overly attached to. Uh, we kind of went through a couple of things from yeah, grandpa and yep. Um, oh, that's right. You held up the um the grandpa or the, the um the item from his um car that um was like a hood ornament, um like a greyhound hood ornament. Actually, he was just a fan of the greyhound nightclub. Yep, yeah. or the greyhound bus line. He really liked. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I actually thought you know the sad part is I mean there's nothing I overly you know, care too much about, but the house. I mean, I don't think there's anything I put more work into in my life. Like, to actually just go, like, the house would probably be the one thing I'd take. I think they're kind of empty. But, um, yeah, I'm going to pick the house up and take it. Well, I'm impressed by the um, the ability of, like, Hulk-like figure to pick up a house and just walk away with it. I could put the fire but, out on that But front. I was going to say, the house is on fire, yeah. so it's going to be an epic scene of you walking away from oh, your, yeah. your very, very... And Joe to, to paint the picture, Mitch's block. Do you have a degree on your block at all, Mitch, of what it is from start to finish? Oh, couldn't tell you, no. Um, knee hurting. It's it's near like a 45-degree angle from the, the back fence to the uh, top of the driveway. It's a monster-sized block. It, it is steep. It's um, not steep, steep. Like, mum could walk down it. <laughs> she, yeah, she walked down it, but she can't walk up it. Oh, that's her own problem. But as you said, though, like, the fire can stay here. I'm just taking the house. Yeah. So it, it's sort of working around that. It, it's a very smart way about. But the question was, the house is on fire. Yeah, and I'm leaving the fire. You're leaving the fire and taking the house. Yeah, so then you're um, creating warmth for your neighbours. You're really a community man. We, um, we appreciate that. In these tough economic times. Now, the other question, one of the last questions I had for you, um, in this first segment, the re the retaping was the Trump observation. Now that question, Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday <laughs> of last week, so the last week of May compared to the first week in June, means something totally fucking different now compared to to this time last week. What it? Can opinions really? Has your opinion changed on him? No, but the way he's 
the opinions of people that I um, admire and um, mind you, their opinion hasn't changed. It's got their opinions have got louder and, and more people <laughs> are, are retweeting it or, um, or, you know, putting on the megaphone, but yeah, fuck me. It's been a, been a shocking week for, for that kind of stuff. Oh, I think it's, you know, to an extent, um, I'm not saying American got what they deserve because, you know, he didn't get the most votes by a long shot, but mm. it also says a, a tremendous amount about America. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I still, I think my favourite moment of the week was uh, then Teague, or which was only yesterday, was then Teague guessing um, The White House? Uh, oh, sorry. to the church across the road for Trump so he can get a photo off there of him holding oh. the Bible. Yep. Uh, it's still better than Pence. It's just incredible. So the best, like, obviously on Instagram, everyone's putting the, the black screen and, and all that type of stuff um, as their, like, not profile picture, as the, like their updated picture or or whatever you call it, their story for the day. Um, the uh, best one. I thought got... my phone was playing up. <laughs> Instagram's fucked today. I can't get it. No one's putting anything up. Um, the best one I saw was a, a guy, I can't remember his name, but it was, it was on ESPN. It was a um, San Francisco 49ers player. And he's like, he put it simply about how the beauty of sport can overcome like racism. Like you can get in all different guys and girls from different walks of life, especially in this, probably well, more so, not more so in the States, but also in any sport club and, and team where. You'll have, you know, Asian guys, Indian guys, Sri Lankan guys, black guys, um, white guys, all, and they all come together, and it doesn't. Except in basketball. Oh, when you get older, it does. Yeah. <laughs> when you get a leak in basketball, it changes. But at the junior level, and and even like they were talking about the quarterbacks in the NFL, um, a lot of the players there feel like the quarterbacks who are predominantly still um, still white guys have their back like it's still a view viewed as a um you know a team environment um and they speak on behalf of the team not just you know one individual race and and he said you know the observation was that sports still brings people together and that's what helps break the divide down and still might take time but that honestly it helps shape who you are by who you play sports with and you become more accepting accepting of people's backgrounds and uh, family cultures and and religious beliefs and stuff like that by, you know, being involved in the sporting club and being, you know, going to our version of going to war, um, you know, at a, at a um, suburb, a suburban sense. Yeah. It's Uh, a, it's a good thing. Like it's a, yeah, I think that type of, that was put, I haven't put it as eloquently as what you'd like for it to be done, but it was, um, I thought it was really cool. It's still taken a long time, and I mean, it's still not even there. You look at um, the, the NFL, probably a great example of it. They, they were doing the kneel, uh, I think it was uh, Colin, Colin Ka- Ka- uh, close, Kaepernick. 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 Uh, yeah. No sports fan, but I mean, yeah. that, that was still a massive dividing part. For the and United. apparently he's still, like from all reports from a, and I've only, and I mentioned this the other week, I'm only just getting to the NFL. He's still apparently... A top level um, quarterback, but just won't get a gig because the owners are still, you know, incredibly racist and yeah, and don't believe what he stood for. Well, no, they don't. Uh, they don't want to lose the money out of it, so they might. Yeah. Well, some might agree, but they they want to be impartial. Yeah. Uh, instead of you know just calling it out. It's crazy. Now speaking of calling people out, tomorrow night I have Paul Cook on the podcast. Ooh. 
have you got any good you've been you've done a couple of trips with Cookie and and been his wingman a few times I have uh, thanks hi Ringo by the way I can hear you in the background no, sorry about that he's um, just come inside and can't get into the bedroom into the oh, no, anyway it's not that old yeah, are you there yeah it's oh, sorry. Still, we're still recording yeah it just been dead silent I'm like oh crap we don't have to do this again <laughs> I don't talk to my brother again. Yeah. No, I, I think you'll find a lot of, a lot of Paul has some interesting um, perspectives on the world. Give us a t- give us one question for him tomorrow night that you think Jolly's come up with a couple of good ones for me that I'll look forward to. Um... You really put me on the spot. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's going to be one of the themes of of the conversation with Cookie, like. I hang out with you a lot, but we don't know a heap about you. Is there, um, yeah, what's he hiding? Like the joke was always he was going to have, he's going to be the guy that has the um, the wife and three kids. And we're like, oh, when that happened, he's like, oh, you know, something just bubbled in the background for the last couple of years. And yeah. so I look forward to um, to picking his brain because he's like, obviously, yeah, he's a great bloke and, and good fun and and always good for a beer. So it's a matter of um, an enigma. Wrapped in a protein. Muscly, <laughs> wrapped in a muscly exterior. Um, the other one, Pike brought a house today, which is good news. That's a beautiful looking move place. To, moved to Mitcham. Um, what was the other news? Oh, the other news. Um, uh, I'm not sure whether I should say this, but uh, Liam Howard got locked up, or was getting locked up. Oh, what for? Uh, he got done for, got convicted, got convicted and got sentenced yesterday in a Perth court. He's in jail for the next nine months, but hopefully four and a half months for good behaviour for, um, he did a job for a Perth hospital and then was found to be doing work at the um, public health person's place who administered the contract to work at his place in his mum's house and stuff like that and and got caught up in that in that crap. So, Ouch. yeah, so sadly he's um, in jail, which is, yeah, really, really sad. So. Well, at least it's, um, you know, not a violent crime. No, well, when I when I got the call this morning about Google Google Liam Howard, I'm like, oh, fucking, you know, the, the first thing that I thought was he's knocked someone out and killed that's, him. Or yeah. And um, and then the, the they're like, no, that's not it. And the, I sadly got it on the second guess what had what had happened, but it's not uncommon in in that trade or or that walk of life. So yeah, so it's yeah, it's still a bit still a bit fresh, but and still very yeah, not that him and I are that close anymore, but. Still care about him, and I hope he I hope he's all right. So yeah. it's going to be um, a shitty time for him. he's got a, a wife and a kid and all that shitty stuff. So yeah, not yeah. overly they're getting manipulative or you know, trying to cheat the system. Yeah, well, that was it, and it was not a like a monstrous amount of money. No. Either. It was like forty seven thousand or forty eight thousand dollars in total. Um, but you know, it has a flow on effect. Yeah, to, it obviously, does. I mentioned he's got a family. You know, even his mates. I'm still, I'm still friends with a couple of his very good friends. So reach out to them today to make sure they're okay. And um, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, I really hope he's okay. And um, not that he did anything, he did something wrong. But in the grand scheme of what else is happening in the world, it's not the end of the world. But I guess they, they're trying to make an example of of what's happened. So yeah. unfortunately, he's taken the fall for for it. So, but yeah. you do the wrong thing. Exactly. What I was, what I say today, you fly close to the sun, you're gonna get burnt. So. Um, yeah, sadly, yeah, but I hope he's all right and he learns from it. And this time in 12 months, it's a, just a little speed hump and onwards and upwards. 
Yeah. Nice. Oh, so yeah, we mentioned Pipe City Joint in Mitcham, which is which is awesome news. That's yeah, a big block too. What I didn't look at the size of the block. What was it? Nine hundred and something. It did look like a big, like the. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good size yeah. too. What's your What's your block? Uh ten fifty four, and on a forty degree angle. Yeah. These is all flat. <laughs> These all flat, baby. That's um, that's a monster joint for um, for a residential area. That's yeah. huge. That's good for retail, mate. Like the house is beautiful. <laughs> so they they've they've got a great um, like family house for the next you know 30, 20, 30 years, and then who knows? Mitchum will probably be like a satellite city um, in thirty years' time, yeah. and they'll put five townhouses or an apartment block on the block and sell it for <laughs> for fifteen all, million, and and um, they'll be set for life, which we all hope is. What he gets out of it. Exactly. All right, mate. So we're at the uh, 27 minute mark. Yeah. I'm you so um, got to throw, <laughs> yeah, throw to the uh, sponsor segment, mate, and we'll wrap it up. And hopefully this one has recorded the way we hope it has. <laughs> if it hasn't, we're not, we're not redoing yeah, it. We're, do, um, gonna we're just going to roll with it. Beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do sound a little bit flat. Oh, so just... it's good to, <laughs> you, you, you've pepped up a bit in, in, in parts, which has been good. So what's your, um, your ad break? You throw to the uh, the sponsors. What are you what are you saying to well, us? Well, this uh, segment has been proudly brought to you by Dick's Cheeses, uh, coming in <laughs> coming in hard, soft, and extra smelly. <laughs> Thank you. That's a that's a very good one. <laughs> I, I was um sorry. I know it was an ad break, and we got to get to Dick's Cheeses because they want their money. Um, but I was watching a, a video on Facebook before. It was this guy that um, did a prank call on um, on a business, and he said, "Oh, I've been, I've just left. I'm a contractor. And I've just left your left your premises, but someone's parked in front of me, and um, it's a blue, you know, blue Mitsubishi, you know, whatever Lancer, number plates N E N for Nelly, E for Eric, the numbers one and four. Letter A B J, letters A B J. So she writes it all down. She goes, "Oh no worries, love. I'll, I'll just um, put a thing over the loudspeaker for you and get them with the car." And she prints it out. And... <laughs> no, not not bag. Um, a B J. Oh, <laughs> Anyone <man>. for A B J? And it's it's them sitting in the car just pissing themselves laughing. It was yeah, very good. All right, mate. Well, thank you for jumping back on. We appreciate your um your Never effort issue. and. We will speak to you very soon. May your news be the best news ever. And to you. And to you. God is always watching. (laughs) Always watching. All right. See See you, mate. Ciao. Stop tapping, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for those for those that were annoyed by Mitch tapping and playing with his bottle lid, I said to him to grab his old fella and just hold off for dear life for the next uh, twenty minutes or so. I might I might just move the phone. Oh no, because I'm I'm thinking I'm tapping near the phone, but I'm actually on a microphone. So yeah, so it's picking up everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like even your foot tap just then, or your message that you just got then. Yeah, which was actually from you. So maybe you should um, you know. Not was it really message for me? It went through the computer. Ah, okay, I was gonna say, I'm, you can see what I'm doing, <laughs> anywho. All right, so oh, 
Jeez, that's <laughs> lucky, lucky we didn't sit next to each other. We would have fucking knocked you out. <laughs> I'm just grabbing the tickle to put my hand, the beanie to put my hand in. Okay, we'll get you some mittens. <laughs> yeah, I'll find a way to annoy people. <laughs> All right, so one of the questions I gave you a heads up on was, and I've asked this the last couple of weeks and had some awesome results. Um, what is your sneaky, underrated song by a popular band or act? Well, that is an excellent question, Nick. Um, my, I'm kind of going by my, or did I do this the last time? My number one song on iTunes, my most listened. Which Elaborate. Is, well, I've had my iTunes account for, I think, seven or eight years now. And your most listened to track, of course, you can work out which one is that. Mine is actually uh, a Nick Cave song. Uh, Higgs Balsam Blues, which is uh, a nearly an eight-minute song on a, from a couple of years ago. Uh, probably not for everyone, but um, definitely been probably one of my favourite tracks of the last decade by a popular artist. So you'd say Nick Cave's popular. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> um, what type of genre is it? Uh, well, that is an actually an excellent question. That's why, the, that's, that's why I'm the host, mate. <laughs> um, okay, Wind rock. No, I wouldn't call... I wouldn't even know. Uh, alternative. When alternative. in doubt, stick with alternative. Just alter. <laughs> Any other uh, gems you've got hidden there or just Nick Cave? No, that's that's pretty much it. I've been really piss poor with music lately. Um, the only other one I could probably think of... Oh, geez, I'm scrolling down the list because I'm incredibly unprepared. But no, absolutely nothing. All right. So you put a picture up uh, today on your socials or last night in your socials, um, a picture of your desk, your nice little leather chair and the fact that you're um, halfway through your degree. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. That is a super result. Actually, over the halfway point, because I did two subjects and finished them both, so I'm at 13 right now out of 24. Beautiful. And when do you get results back? Uh, for both of them, I'm sitting on near on the high 30s, and I and most of the last ones were out of 50. So I pretty much already I can pretty much fail both of them and still will pass, but that should be about three weeks from now. That's a typical way for a read to look at a um, subject. It's good. <laughs> I've done enough. <laughs> well, no, I still busted my ass, but yep. also, um, yeah, it was a little bit more difficult doing two subjects at the one time. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping to get my results back for that in, actually, the last one's due back today. Mm. So it'll be three weeks from there. Beautiful. And, and unless I've completely misjudged every element of what they're asked for, I should have passed. Fantastic. All right, this, uh, this is actually a listener question. So uh, what's it like being a poor man's Nick Reed? Um, it, 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 can, it can be hard at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, a bit disappointing. I'll, um, I'll give you 50 bucks if you guess who that uh, question was from. Well, you did say there was a question from Paul Cook. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry. All right, so are you 50 bucks next time I see you? Thanks again to Cookie who got back to us. <laughs> All right, so what are your thoughts on um, – I'm asking you this question and I'm asking it because of what you elaborate on the story. So what are your thoughts on Michael Vick? I've got no idea. Um, I, I Googled him before and it looked like he was an NFL player that got done with – 
dogfighting. Right. Why do you think I asked that question of you? Because I have a dog. Yep. And we, what happened a couple of weeks ago with your dog? Uh, the, the that, you, that you got yeah. involved with. Yeah. yeah the, um, so yeah. paint the picture for the listeners that we're aiming it for. Okay. So we were at um, Rentaway Park in Olinda and it was sort of smack in the middle of uh, lockdown. So we knew we could go there, but not many people were at the moment because there's a kid's park and it's basically just a golf course that they've let overgrow that anyone can walk their dogs around off the lead. So we're in the car, we're enjoying a nice croissant and coffee from um, the piggery. And we're like, okay, well, there's only us and another person here. Um, they were sitting in another car uh, next to us and the dog was on the lead tied to a tree out the front. We're like, oh, that's a bit weird that the dog's not in the car with them and they're just sitting and like, oh, maybe they're waiting for you know us to go and then, you know, then they're going to go just in case, you know, the dog's a bit rambunctious or something so okay well we'll get going so took the coffee walked out walked net around um the dog was tied to a tree branch uh, to a trunk but it was literally just like over a stick um so of course when the dog thought hey there's another dog i'm going to go attack it it just bolted straight at ned whipped right away from the um sorry joe ned is uh Mitch's dog. Oh, yep, fair point. Not, not, um, not the nickname he has for, or pet name he has for Phoebe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the dog just like sprints straight at Ned. I'm like, your, your first reaction is like, oh, you know, dogs are dogs. They're just going to, you know, he's just going to go up and give him a good old, you know, sniff. Nut straight on him, straight onto the neck and um, just started biting at him. Um so I've kind of just like tried to pull Ned with his lead, but um, because we have his collar a bit loose, it just slips straight out. So what ended up happening was I, I think at some stage I threw my coffee at the dog, <laughs> um, and, which was kind of a tragedy because it was the first time we'd actually gone out for a coffee in probably about three weeks. So I was sort of like, hey, I remember this. This, this is a, a bit of, um, a slice of the heaven. old world. Yeah. Um, so I've thrown the coffee at it. I know I tried to kick the dog. I'm, I'm not sure if I hit it or not, but it got net away. And then next thing I've tackled the other dog and grabbed it in a headlock and rolled around on the ground with it. The other owners run out. The dog's, you know, taking bites at whatever um, was around. So I've kind of grabbed it in a headlock and it's just sort of, got one arm behind its head so it can't bite me and another around its um, throat. And I'm kind of looking at the bloke and he's coming out going, oh, I've got a dog. And at first I thought the owner wanted to have a go at me. And I was still in that kind of, what the fuck are you doing there, mate? What the and he's like, no, no, I'm really sorry. I'm like five seconds later, I'm on my back covered in mud holding this guy's dog. And like, oh, okay. Uh, could you grab your dog, mate? <laughs> um, so I'm kind of like still like really Ned's gone around the car and Phoebe's trying to like try to calm him and get him into the car. And um, the guy was really apologetic, but also we were still, I was um, in a bit of shock and Phoebe was um, in shock and angry as well. And the guys I've gone, no, nah, it's all right. Mate. And Phoebe's just gone, no, nah, it's not. If your dog can't handle other dogs, don't take him to a fucking unleash, <laughs> um, off leash park. Um, did you make yes. Did you make the owner buy you a new coffee, or did he say just um, <laughs> just drain it out of my dog and you? 
<laughs> we, we we pretty much um we, we got in the car and pretty much just drove like a hundred meters down the road. We're just like, what the fuck has just happened? Take a deep I've breath. I've got like I've got mud all <laughs> like from the back there. My my jocks were covered in mud. That's how sort of um I didn't shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was just through from the back. Um, it's a shot. Yeah. So yeah. So number four. So, well, number four. I think you you'll get to know them. No. Oh, okay. No, that's epic. All right, so these are some uh, rapid-fire questions for you. If you're ready, assume the uh, rapid-fire position. Seven. Seven, thank you. Uh, do you want number seven, do you? No, I just okay. random an- rapid right. answers. Thank you. Name the first word that comes to your mind now. February. Tell us about your last dream you remember having. I don't even remember having a dream lately. Cool. Uh, what's your- <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, what's your favourite book? Ooh, Gunslinger. Favorite movie? Aliens. What's your least favorite food? I think I like all food. Okay. Shit sandwich. Shit sandwich. Um, uh, Brussels sprouts. We had Brussels sprouts last night and they were beautiful. All right, good on you. What's the last um, album that you brought or downloaded? Uh, Ooh, Like a Version's last one, but I don't think that counts. That could count. Right. Okay. Um, best word of the day. I think you said rambunctious before. Rambunctious. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Bacon or Nutella? Bacon. Favorite sport? Esports. Esports. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got. <laughs> I left it in there because I honestly didn't know what what your answer would be. I, I, um, favorite. Go no, back I on just it. Don't have the. the... It's not that I'm not interested. Okay. Actually, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to play interested. Um, favorite alcoholic beverage? Beer. What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, at the moment, ten quarter to eight to start working. Cool. Eight. What time do you normally go to bed? Uh, it varies. Uh, Eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Who's your favorite Disney princess? I was thinking about this today, and technically, um the aliens from aliens because they were bought out by Disney and the queen okay. of the aliens is a big one. So technically the xenomorphs are princesses as well. All right. Uh, what would you like your final words to be? Eventually. <laughs> what do you think they'll be? How the fuck did I get in quicksand? <laughs> <laughs> All good. All right, so you, my friend, or my brother, my favourite brother in the world, yeah. gave me one of the best um, – if we did like a highlights reel or a best-offs package for the, the last two seasons of the Fireside How Good Is Being Average podcast, your inability to tell a joke about a vagina was um, probably one of my favourite moments so far. So I'm going to give you the task of giving us a, your best dirty joke. Okay, so – wasn't the last one supposed to be a dirty joke or was it just a joke in general? I think it was just a joke in general, but it was, yeah. Okay, so because it was short notice, I went straight to the... Um, the interwebs? To the interwebs um, and thought, okay, where can I find a really good joke? Uh, and I thought, I've got a few. Um, and normally I follow a thing called, uh, on Reddit, 
our dad jokes, but I thought if it's going to be dirty, there's our uncle jokes, which is typically a little bit dirtier. So um, I might just build up to the one I like. I'll just go, go through them, the top three that I found. Uh, my lesbian neighbour bought me a Rolex for my birthday. I don't think she understood what I, uh, when I said I want to watch. <laughs> Uh, second one was a cannibal wipes his butt after he dumps his girlfriend. <laughs> and my favourite of them was um, I got into an embarrassing situation at a swingers party last night. I snuck behind an older lady, started from behind, then looked up and suddenly realised there was another guy at the other end spit roasting her. Um, I then realised that that was my dad. Um I said to the I said to my dad, Jesus, after thirty years of marriage, I can't believe you're being unfaithful to mum. He turns up and says, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> uh, thanks for that mental picture. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So they well, I don't think I, I won't be replaying that one because <laughs> <laughs> it's put put me off a beer. I had to read them out, otherwise I would have started cackling like that. Little school girl. Alrighty. Now, uh, opportunity to sign off and say good day to Joe. Off you go. Well, hello, Joe. Uh, I've heard the last couple of weeks have been especially shit. Um, I think even with uh, being stuck in a house, we've got no kind of concept of what you're going through. Um, we hope you're doing really well. I hope you start getting a little bit better soon. Um, been thinking about you a bit. Um, yeah, and, and hope things start to, you know, get more positive and yeah, it gets a little bit better. Thank you, Mitchell. Now, like with most podcasts, have you got anything you want to plug before you go? You don't have to do another ad read. No, thanks right. for that. <laughs> <laughs> you could have given me more of a warning for it, but I guess you're scraping the bottle of that barrel again for people to. Yeah, true. To. Yeah. Yep. The, um, yeah, definitely, definitely um, <laughs> calling in all favors at the moment. <laughs> oh, it keeps you out of trouble. It does. It's a nice way to spend a Thursday evening. Although I did, um, I did have to stand up Daniel Wolf Clark and a few other mates on a um a Zoom call tonight. So if Daniel, if you're listening, I do apologise. I did say I could make it. Well, mate, I hope you had fun. Thank you very much for participating in the Fireside Podcast again, Mitchell Reed. You're hey. a, a lovely man. Always a pleasure. And September 11th is the expected date for Little Splinter, and yep. we are all very excited, as you can expect. Yes, we are. Uh, all the best, guys. All the best. Joe. All right, mate. Thanks, man. Bye. Kisses, smooches, bye.